Congratulations, you found it! The most inappropriate book club you never knew you were missing. Starring the original book divas, Martha Steele, Vonnie Golden, and Nicole Shaded. And special guest, Alyssa Mann, the queen of romance. These people are passionate about books, maybe a little too passionate. Plotting world domination, one book at a time, they are three book girls. Are you looking at sad dog stories more? No. Give me your phone. I'm looking at... Bonnie's hooked on sad dog stories and rescue stories, and she's over there. I can see those tears forming in your eye. Get that phone out of your I'm not. I'm looking at... I'm actually looking at dog food. Did you see me just now? I I could not help the eye roll. Listen, your dog can eat trash and be just fine. My dog licks up a little bit of whatever Ron was dumping out yesterday, and today she's got diarrhea. Well, to be fair, it was beer. (laughs) (laughs) True, and it might be her, I don't know if it's that or, you know, her new food. Meanwhile, my dog ate a popsicle stick yesterday. It seems to be fine. (laughs) I was like, well, this is going to slice your insides and you'll die. No, she seems to be fine this morning, so. My little old lady, you you know the dentist sticks? Mm -hmm. Well, she has Mm -hmm. rhino breath, although it is a lot better. But I'll try to give her a dentist stick and she'll be eating it just fine. And then all of a sudden I'll turn around and it's gone. Well, one day I realized it's not because she actually finished eating the dentist stick. She because her teeth are so bad, she accidentally swallowed it, and then she starts looking for it. Oh, <laughs> and the entire time, I thought hey, my little fat dog was I stealing didn't it. From eating her. That? Who took that? Hey! So I had to quit giving her dentist sticks because she literally swallowed. Like she'll eat maybe a third of it before she accidentally swallows it, and so I had to quit giving them to her. Aww. Dentist sticks are like the best day of my dog's life. She gets so excited, and because yeah, she doesn't live with too. another dog now, I like she's to sit. And then I lay it down and I back up and she has to stay because we're learning. But then when I let her go, she like pounces on it and chases it across the floor. <laughs> She's such a weirdo, but it's so cute. Dentist sticks are her favorite treat. Mm. Mm. Well, my dog loves anything. She'll eat anything <laughs> that you put down. Any, literally anything. That's impressive. When I took her to the vet a couple of years ago, I said, is it normal for dogs to continually stalk kill and then dig up dead toads and eat them <laughs> and the vet is like toads are toxic for dogs <laughs> she loves them so then does that mean she should already be dead if she has a habit of six toads a day oh my God. <laughs> or was the vet like your dog is magical that's well, what he said the he funny said, thing is is when she eats these toads because when I've dog sat for her before mm-hmm. and she's been gnawing on a toad she'll get like Woozy, and she'll just look at you like, dude. She does. She, she totally gets. Are pretty. She's, and I, I call her. I call her my little toad licker. She and is. So cute. And she'll be like all foamy in the mouth and everything, and walk over to like stagger over to you because she's like, you know, high as hell, and like want to lick you. And I'm like, I don't get away with me with your Stop it. foamy toxic toad breath. Mm-hmm. Yep. Dogs are not supposed to eat grapes. You know, we have grape vines all along our mm-hmm. our fence. She eats them. She eats grapes. Oh, now that so you've just be really been bad. She eats them. I'm inhaling her to poisons, and now she can survive. Anything. I really think that's what it is. I think she she has overcome all of those issues, and now is a super dog. Shirt for Vani. What's it say? Wishing I was walking my dog. <laughs> that is the perfect shirt for me. That's so cute. <laughs> This woman is obsessed. She's obsessed, I'm telling you. I know. 
This is why I didn't get a dog before because I knew I would be it's obsessed. So, it's so fun though. I love like I love my dog. I do. I love my dog too. I know. I just want her not to be sick to her stomach mm. all the time. Mm. That's fair, I guess. My dog is never sick to her stomach. Well, I want her to be a trash can dog. I'm like, isn't the point of you, like, you cleaning food up off the floor for me? Yeah, But I gave her an apple slice a couple weeks ago, and she looked at it, she picked it up, she carried it, and then just brought it to my room and deposited it on the carpet. (laughs) Without change. She just picked it up. She's like, Walked into the other room, set it down, and then later I stepped on it. It's like, really, Mom? Fruit? My dad will come over and bring an entire bag of beef jerky. And not the kind for dogs, just beef jerky. <laughs> and then he'll proceed to feed the entire bag of beef jerky to my two little dogs. I bet that helps their breath. Well, <laughs> Jesus, I can't even be around Vani when she eats beef jerky. Well, one of my dogs has, God. she had a bladder stone big, as big as a golf ball. I, oh I have a picture God. of it, like literally. So she had to have surgery. When I first got her, you guys probably remember this. And they unwound mm-hmm. it and it was just beef jerky? No, but but <laughs> she, she's supposed to only eat like a specific diet. Well, so we've been just feeding her this prescription dog food for years, like since we've gotten her. And my dad came over with the beef jerky and then she proceeded to wake up four times that night and shit like everywhere. Aww. So now I'm like, dad, you cannot feed my dogs. But he still doesn't listen to me, so... Okay, next time he tries to feed your dogs, put the dogs in the car with him you just, when he you leaves. Just, just tell him, if you're going to okay. feed my dogs a whole bag of beef jerky, I'm going to send them home with you, and then you can deal with the fallout. He would feed them more, and then... But he'd have to deal with it still. He would be the one cleaning up shit off the floor. He doesn't want a dog. He just likes to spoil, the, like, mine and my sister's dogs. They're mm, kind of like That's grandkids. actually pretty a pretty good deal if you think about it. Yeah. You get to spoil other people's Yeah. Food. Yeah, I mean, my dad would like to pet my dog, but she doesn't like men. So that's not a thing. She only like scream barked twice, though, the last time he came to pick me up for lunch. So that's an improvement. It's an improvement. I'm starting to introduce my dog. She has this like shriek bark. bark. She's like a normal bark. But then like when she's particularly upset, it becomes like a shriek Mm. (laughs) Hmm. because she's little and it doesn't it doesn't happen very often, but it does happen if my dad comes to my house, Yikes. it's when she's particularly distraught by something. Your dog will bark or at me sometimes. she's very excited about her pineapple toy. I know when it's you, too. I was like, no one else walks as close to my house. Well, that's... Vani's out there <laughs> with her dog making that's my dog I'm trying to get... Echo gets very um, distracted by everything, and mm-hmm. she will lose focus and not go to the bathroom. <laughs> So in that little back section where all the back porches are, there's not as much activity. There isn't. So I can get her to focus better back there because she can't hear the dogs barking. (laughs) That doesn't distract her. She can't see them through the porch. So, you know. But you know who is upset? My dog. I know. (laughs) Damn it, Bonnie. Go elsewhere. Because I think everyone else has learned if I pass within a foot of this window, a dog will scream. Yeah, there's also another dog that lives... Um, is it the dog that never stops barking? The golden retriever? I don't know if it's a gold... I, I've it's never the, seen it. It just never stops barking. You know the party building? It's the upstairs neighbor from the party building. Is that a golden retriever? Yeah. Oh. Name Bella. I've met. We've met. Aww. She's the one that came running towards Echo one time, like the third day I had mm-hmm. her. And um, she was off leash, just running around. Mm-hmm. And uh, she just... It's right one of those forward. dogs, she never stops barking, but it's one of those dogs where it's like, hey, I see you. 
hey, I see yeah, you. It's not a mean bark. No, it's, it's just like excited. Hi, I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> well, please just don't go buy your dog silk pajamas because I have to say what? that. Yeah. What? Silk pajamas for dogs. They have silk pajamas for dogs. And they can you a can ma- buy matching. a matching robe for you and your dog. I don't wear silk pajamas. I wear like a sweatshirt to bed. I have worn this shirt to bed. You'll be very uh, (laughs) disappointed to hear that Target actually had like matching, like the whole family, including your dog, could get uh, matching pajamas over Christmas. Really? Yes. My dog. People do not though. Do not dress your dogs. Is it weird that I I dress my dogs all the time? (laughs) I bet they don't make them for dogs with dogs that are your size dog. Actually, Mm. I think they did. Like they They had. They had for all dogs. Just stop. People. I put my dog in a sweater. There are starving children in Africa. I'm going to start sending you pictures of my dog in hot dog costumes. Oh, I've seen that one. <laughs> that is kind of funny because your dog is a wiener dog. I so. like I'd murdered her. She should. Well, she didn't have it. Here's the thing. This is when I first got her, and it was very cold. It was going down. Do you remember that year? And she's it dipped down a to like five dog. degrees. Yeah. She weighed seven pounds and had no body fat. But she's an And so I only dog. did it for taking her outside. But she acted as though um, I had murdered her. Yeah. It can be and six, just laid on the floor for four hours. 60 degrees outside and my dog will sit there and shiver. So I'll put a t-shirt, like she has doggy t-shirts and I'll just put it on her and it keeps her warm. Yeah. She's old, Martha. That's that true. And she might have there and shake. Look, you guys, I'm in a freaking coma over here from not feeling good and you're just making it worse. I mean, I can continue to make it worse. Don't. <laughs> Don't. You know what I think I should dress up Echo for for Halloween? What? Uh, E.T. <laughs> Doesn't oh. she kind of have an ET face? Yes, she does. That would be. But what is an ET Martha. costume? Like, what would that be? I don't know. <laughs> Gray spray it. paint, perhaps. Get like a little doggy bicycle that she has to, or like you know, like around. one of those little wrapper in like a poncho or something. Look at you guys. I'm already nauseous. Okay, can we stop, please? <laughs> please. Oh. One day we're going to have a podcast where we don't have to talk about dogs. We all have one. <laughs> well, we we go through spells. I mean, before this, it was penises. We haven't talked about that. I one. would much Thank rather God. talk about penises no. than dogs. <laughs> nah. They're much more exciting. Occasionally. Yeah, but I actually have a no, dog in my life. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. <clears throat> Except for that one neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> We're not Mr. talking about that on the podcast. Mr. Swipe Right. Funny lives in the party. I, gotta, I have to tell you about that. The guy that tried to pick me up, I got to tell you what he said. What? No, you didn't because you just said. Oh, my God. So I'm I'm walking Echo right there in front of my building. I might have to leave this in uh-huh. if it's good. And um, <laughs> and this is while the party's going on. Oh okay. So I'm, I'm trying to walk Echo and Echo has a real problem with staring at people who are walking up the sidewalk. So I got her finally to move off of the sidewalk. She's so distractible. She is. She's like ADHD. <laughs> and um, this guy, you know, and I'm just kind of standing there. So I always, you know, go, hey, or, you know, hi, or something like that while they walk by because I don't want to just sit there like, you know, we're just staring at you. <laughs> don't mind us. We're stalkers. <laughs> and uh, he goes, he goes, you married? And I'm like, No. Hello. Like, he didn't even say hi to me. Santa just said, what he said yes, and he said <laughs> moved. You, you, you have a boyfriend? I'm like, no. He's like, come on. And I'm like, 
what? <laughs> and I'm like, I, I can't. I have my dog. What the fuck? <laughs> and he's like, well, if you change your mind, 340. Oh, my God. And I'm like, wait, is 340 the party apartment? No, it's like, you know, the party apartment. And there's yeah. that little row that goes the, like. See, I told you penises are more, more exciting. And hey, he lives in the, the one Come across on. that faces like outwards. And it's Isn't just that like, funny. Oh my god! He Mr. walked away, and I'm like, "Okay, Gecko, we gotta go inside. I'll take you out a little bit." You really need to learn how to lie on cue. My husband <laughs> says, "My husband says, what is he too lazy for Tinder?" Yeah. <laughs> He's just picking up people. So now, oh my god! So now I call him Mr. Swipe Right. Well, now I can't go over there now. Oh Vonnie's so, like, having a very different apartment experience than I am. We live exactly, I don't know, six feet apart. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Um. So in her building, the party lasted for, God, that had to have been 12 hours. It was insane. It was. Well, at People talk to her. They, like, meet her. I was like, Vonnie, I talked to one person. Yeah. One, like, I talked to one person. Yeah. yeah. And she's, we just say hi. Vonnie's like I that, though. I don't know she's, his name. She's very gregarious. She. She's. I'm. I met she more needs people to get a mean when I'm dog. with her. My dog doesn't want anything to do with other people, so I have an excuse to just. But her dog get fits her personality. You <laughs> say my dog fits my personality. It's true. I did not say that. It's true. I'm actually. just judging they by your reaction. They say that you're like your dog. You're supposed to be like your dog. Like I mean, dog. my so, dog has Alyssa, high anxiety what and this doesn't means, want to be with people, and that's true. <laughs> what this means is that you actually hate men. That's not wrong. <laughs> I knew They're it. not in my good graces right now. <laughs> no, yeah, I don't talk to I don't talk to the girl who lives across from me. I didn't speak to her or see her until I'd been in my apartment for six weeks. Yeah, I've already talked to my neighbor. We sat and talked for about five minutes outside the door. Yeah, she's like that. I've talked to my, my neighbor. Worst she knows nightmare. she knows her upstairs neighbor's dog by name. Do you yeah. know his name? No, I don't yeah. know his she name. Knows, but I don't know the, the dog. I do name. know my upstairs. Do- one of the upstairs dogs is named Molly. Well, the golden retriever that barks a lot, mm-hmm. her name is Bella. Oh, my God. And then um, I met right. the Yorkie that lives um, in the party apartment on the other side. Not the party people, but right across. All the party people. Woo! Yeah, in my building, we just don't talk to each other. The only person I talk to is, um, <coughs> we used to call him the mean hot dude because when I lived in an apartment across the street, he would just glare at my roommate and I. But then I moved, and he doesn't glare anymore, and he said hi to me. So now we just say hi. But I don't know his name. Maybe he hated your roommate. That's possible. Because she's gone now, so. That's true. Um, We're boring, Martha. She's going to take a nap over there. I'm just shopping. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this is why I hate Sunday mornings so badly, because I'm just not... (laughs) Well, to be fair, you probably wouldn't be any other day because you're sick. I know, I am And you're drugged. You don't feel better. I'm so sick. What have they drugged you with? They haven't given me anything. I haven't been to the doctor yet, but I'm definitely going. I told what her have to go you to the drugged doctor yourself yesterday? With? I've she been go. consuming drugs constantly. Excellent. I woke up this morning, my eyes were concreted shut. Oh, so. I hate that. Yeah, going to the doctor when we're done here. Mm. So I apologize if I'm in a shitty mood this morning. It's okay. I'm in a great mood this morning mm. for yeah, once. But Martha, we just kind of learned to ignore you when we're talking about our dog and you get all cranky well i still get cranky when we always talk about dogs we talked we talked about penises i could tell you about how uh, a blind date tried to friend me on facebook 
this morning, yesterday morning. Really? When did you have a so blind date? A blind date in December. Oh, I thought it was uh-huh. maybe recently. And no. he like has been stalking you. It was you in and December. You no. A- so like his, I'm friends with his sister, and she was like, "Hey, I'm setting up like a series of blind dates for my brother." It was very like The Bachelor, but not The Bachelor at all. And I was like, "Cool, yeah, whatever." So we went to lunch, and it was fine. But so the idea behind this was like she would like you tell her how the date went and then if like you both said like yeah cool she'd like set you up on a second date and then you'd go from there so well, she's trying to be a freaking matchmaker yeah but never heard anything back so it's like cool whatever this is over i don't care december is so busy and so stressful and i was like cool whatever that's over so yesterday morning i woke up and i had a friend request from him and i was like what are you doing haven't heard from you since December, which is fine because, to be honest, kind of forgotten. And I was like, so now I've accepted his friend request because I want to see what happens. Probably yeah. nothing. Ooh. Yeah, because I want to see what happens. Dang. I also accept, to be fair, I also accepted the friend request from one of those like fake middle aged dudes whose purpose is to catfish you into sending the money. <laughs> I also want to see what's going to happen with that. So you're going to have to keep us updated on that. I that actually like sounds very interesting. No, what's going to happen? Yeah. I think the answer is nothing, but I'm interested to see. Hmm. Yes. And then my friend was like, she's like, if yes, yeah, will you say yes? Because that will break your one date a calendar year rule. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a real rule, but that's about the national average for me right now. Well, everything changes. Don't tell me that. It does. Change is good. I don't like men. Yeah, but change is good, though. (laughs) Not They're that on you, my list. You, it's not that you don't like men. It's that you have not found the right person yet. Okay. You notice Look, I said the right person. The last... Maybe it could be. Maybe it could be a girl. You don't know. That's fair. I mean, that has it, to be better. It it could be. You know. <laughs> I don't know. I've known some same sex couples that they have just as much drama. As... Oh, I'm sure they do. It could be an alien too. It you know, I am the alien. queen of weird. Maybe you're you're destined yeah. to uh, be abducted by aliens. I mean, look. They can only be improvements. The last dude I made out with turned out to be an anti-feminist internet troll. Ew. So, yeah, yeah I bad. mean, at the very least, if this dude asks me out on a second date, then I will kiss him and then my record will be washed clean at a bare minimum. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. good. Like, yeah. at a I mean, bare minimum, that would be an improvement. You have to have goals. <laughs> it's a God, I have such a low, low goal. <laughs> You know, with this dude, didn't like him that much. He was fine, but he wasn't an anti-feminist internet troll. So that was a real improvement. Yeah. yeah. See? See? Everything changes. You know, change is good. <laughs> Slow changes. Change is good. I feel like there's about, oh, you know what? God damn it. What? We what? need to talk about this, you guys. Okay. About the world tour? Yes. We yes, totally we do. Just glossed we do. over it last time. We forgot to mention it again. But what we need is some representation from book girls out there. Yes, we do. Your 15 minutes of fame is waiting. A lot of people say, oh, I don't like the way my voice sounds. Stop it. Look, we all hate the way our voices sound. Yep. <laughs> it's all about the books, people. You can get through Represent. it. Represent. You're just fine. You're going to have a good time. We won't haze you too severely. You notice I said too severely. Yeah, Martha's not very good at the... Not doing it at all. <laughs> the rest of us won't Ugh. haze you. Martha will haze you some, and then it all evens out in the end. That's right. It'll all even out in the end. <laughs> but we need you because we need to live vicariously through you wherever you are. Mm-hmm. 
We never need representation from your state or country or your state and country, depending on where you are. And we want to start this as soon as possible. So stop your dilly dallying, people. Get on this. Kathleen, what about you? She sent me a book. Kathleen Harriet sent me a book. All the lovely people who've been recommending me books on Twitter. Kayla. I know Kayla's out there. She says she doesn't like her voice. She needs to get over herself. Who else? Not our Kayla, a different Kayla. Our friend Shauna. Oh, yeah, Shauna. Where Shauna. the hell are you, girl? <laughs> um, there's another one who was on our SoundCloud account this morning, said that she's started to go back and listen. Now that we're on Spotify, woo! Now that we're on Spotify, she went back and is listening to all the episodes again. What a trooper. Which, wow. by the way, that's so- a lot. Carolina, I don't remember your last name right off the top of my head, but she's the one that went back. Since we are on Spotify, if you have a Google Home speaker or probably an Amazon one, and as long as you have Spotify connected to it, you should be able to go in and say, hey, Google, listen, I want to listen to the last Three Book Girls podcast episode, and it should play us. That is so cool. Katie sent me a message this morning, told me about episode four, which I gave away too much about the book. <gasps> Whoops. Sorry. You've learned that was a long time ago, though, to be fair. Did I? Am I the one that reviewed 112263 or was that you? Yeah, it was you, Martha. Yeah, it was you. I read it. Now she's trying to blame somebody else. (laughs) But I knew Vonnie read read it it after she reviewed it. But yeah. All right. Sorry about that. Uh Sorry about you, as Nicole would say. But you can fill out the form on our website, threebookgirls.com, our pinned tweet. On Twitter, which is at Three Book Girls. And all you have to do is give us a little cl- video clip or a little audio clip. We'll ask you for your name, where you live, and the only other required information is your phone number because we have to be able to uh, contact you. Right. But it's really easy. We don't want to steal your identity. <laughs> Much. We just want you <laughs> no, we to really be don't. on the podcast. We want we want book girls. We want representation. We want to hear what you're reading. We're, we'll do it so that you don't have to stay on the line for the entire hour. You have to listen to us babble. But we'll get you in there. Want to talk to you a little bit about where you live. An hour. We usually babble for two. <laughs> I was going to say. That's what we cut it down to. We're not going to torture you for the entire time. Like we will that... make you listen to the long form version of this podcast, <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> because it gets long. Speaking of long. That's what she said. <laughs> Dirty Facebook things and you guys are talking about what she said. Just when you said that I was typing yes. <laughs> God damn. Funny. It's Sunday morning. <laughs> So Be what? tired like the rest of us. <laughs> I've been up since five with the dog. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Martha's crying right now, guys. <laughs> Tin Man has been hacked. <laughs> Did anybody read this week? Yes. If I can't talk about my dog, I guess I'll talk about my book. Well, I didn't really take too much of a stretch with my reading this week because... You know, I reread You so that I could watch the series, right? That um, show is on Netflix. So good. So I reread You so I could watch the Netflix. Well, then when I was talking to a lady at work, there's a second book to that, to You. There's a sequel. 
I didn't know that. Yeah, and it's Ooh. called Hidden Bodies. So I read Hidden Bodies by Caroline Kepnes. I've actually been on hold for Hidden Bodies for a long time. There was like 15 people in line when I went to check it out at the library. It's right around the same path. You know, in the first one, Joe, who's the main character, stalker, scary dude, um, is obsessed with a girl named Gwendolyn Beck. Yep. And so it's all about her in the first book. Okay, well, they have parted ways. I'm not going to tell you how because then I'm going to ruin the book. But they have parted ways. And he is obsessed with a new girl who ends up using him to rip him off and steal a bunch of stuff from his bookstore. Then she takes off to California. So I love it. Joe follows her to California because, you know, dude's a freaking sociopath and he wants her to pay for breaking his heart and using him to steal $25,000 worth of rare books. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, and this is about him going to California. He's obsessed with this one girl and everything he does is to try to find her. Well, then he ends up falling in love with somebody else and becomes obsessed with this other person. And in in, uh, true Joe form, anyone who gets in his way um, is not treated very well. (laughs) (laughs) That's an understatement. (laughs) Um, I would have to say, if you read the first book, this book is... You're going to like this book, too, because they the exact same premise. Um, This one is a whole lot dirtier than the first book. Here for it. Huh? I'm here for it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I was reading this book, like, back and forth to work and a little bit at work. And at times I was like, oh, I got to turn that off. This is getting (laughs) way too creepily dirty. (laughs) Creepily dirty. Okay, creepily let's hear dirty. for creepily dirty. <laughs> well, just because he's so creepy. Because he's like an obsessive stalker, serial killer dude. That's true. And he's obsessed with body parts sometimes that I won't go into very much. But it's not a penis. <laughs> Is he a feet guy? No, 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 no. Normal things. Oh. Not anything too strange and weird, but hmm. yeah. It was good. Um, The ending was weak, though. I will have to say I wasn't quite satisfied with the ending it could, because it just kind of quit and you never really find out what happened, but it didn't really quit in a place where a third book, it would be easy to write a third book, mm-hmm. but it just, I don't know. It was, it was unsatisfying. But the book itself was really good. So if you liked the first one, what? I just hit myself in the face with a mic. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I was like, why are you laughing at my review? I'm talking about serials, serial murders and stalking. <laughs> no, I'm just whacking myself. Sort of like when you go to change the toilet paper roll. You take it out, take the toilet paper roll out of the cupboard and you uh-huh. change the roll and you turn around and smack yourself in the head with the cupboard. And then people are like, did your husband beat you? Uh, no, no, but I beat me. No. <laughs> Honest, I hit my eye on the cupboard while I was changing the toilet paper. Yeah. Anyways, I'm really bad to knock it, knock mine off of the toilet paper holder. So it like goes scooting across the room and I'm sitting on the toilet going, damn it. <laughs> waddle, 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 drip, drip, well, drip, no. drip. No, because I have part of it in oh. my hand because, you know, I go to rip it off and it goes. Phew. 
takes off across the room. <laughs> Clearly, it's not ready for where it's going. <laughs> It's like, it's trying to get away. You know, I'm sitting there on my squatty potty going, fuck. In your giant bathroom. So, you know, I can't reach it because now underneath the the sink that's like five feet away from me. In other news, I loved the Netflix series you and i was kind of wondering how they would continue it because i, I know there's during the last episode <laughs> did you i was like what like they what? did a really good job on it they I, did, I, but... I haven't read the book but i like that i loved the show i watched it in a day and a half mm-hmm. yeah there's a lot of um very big differences between the book and the mm-hmm. I, I mean the premise is the same mm-hmm. but there's a lot of the book is good too yeah differences do you view them as two different things with like they started with the same idea but they <laughs> deviated halfway through they're both very good for different reasons mm-hmm. yeah i think yeah just gotta be able to unlike martha appreciate the two di- separate art forms yeah oh i do and it was good i still have to watch i fell asleep during the last episode so i need to go back and rewatch the last episode but yeah Martha's so sick, she can't even argue with me right now. (laughs) She's just not like, yup. I mean, she like rolled her eyes like, (laughs) we should like drug her before every episode. (laughs) Okay. Now we get to tell her talking to your mic. I can't. I have to sit up. Bring your mic towards your face. <laughs> See, even I sound great at a distance. I don't even have to get closer. I can just speak louder. Because you have a big mouth. Shut up. Like my dog. Little oh. heads and big mouths. So that was seven minutes. <laughs> I did it on purpose. <laughs> Okay, well, let me finish my review. <laughs> like I said, if you liked you, or even if you watched the show on Netflix and you liked it, I mean, and you like very, very dirty books, give this one a try. Creepy, dirty, killer books. And it's Hidden Bodies by Carolyn Kempness. Are you ready for not a romance? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you taking pictures? She just took a picture, but then like... I was taking it. Slowly a... lowered her phone. I was taking a picture of my eye. <laughs> it was like a stalker move. She was like... She was taking a picture of us. <laughs> you guys aren't nearly as interesting as my eye. <laughs> she was taking my book to heart. Stalker, hey, you like my creepy. book. I liked your book. Yes, you do like my book. Because this week I am reviewing... Good Omens <gasps> by Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett. I texted you Suddenly, about this earlier I this feel week. Better. Yeah, you did. I just forgot Why? because I feel like shit. So I, <laughs> I love that book so much. Bonnie even read that book. I am. I'm, oh, cool. Yes. Yeah, so I'm mm-hmm. reviewing Good Omens. I would for people who have not read it. I would like to set the tone with a quote. Oh my God! There's so many. I good would ones. like to set the tone with a quote. In but there's so there's just so many good lines yeah, in this book. Like are. I just kept screenshotting my phone. Like <laughs> I love this. I love this. I love all of it. <laughs> but to while away the time as they cross the sleeping Chilterns, they also listen to William Byrd's "We Are the Champions" and Beethoven's "I Want to Break Free." Neither were as good as Vaughn Williams's "Fat Bottom Girls." 
<laughs> See? <laughs> yep. Love that song. Brilliant. <laughs> so good. So, <clears throat> I had been meaning to read this book for a while. It's one of those that, you know, just kind of floats in your periphery and you're like, that's going to be good. Because David to, Tennant's going to be it. in it. But, so, <laughs> they're making a series on Amazon Prime and David Tennant, my favorite actor in the world, is going to be in it. <laughs> Michael Sheen is also awesome. It's filled with amazing people. Yeah, it's going it to be a great series, I think. So I was like, well, get your ass in gear. It comes out in May. Yep. So Get on it. If you haven't read the book, you need to do so now. You I just bought it. Up. It's longer <laughs> you than really? you think it is. Get started now. Because <laughs> I started it on Wednesday. I thought I would have lots of time to read it. And then I was... Let's see, Saturday morning. I'd been reading for probably six or seven hours, and I was like, what do you mean I'm only 40% into this book? That's because <laughs> it's, it has depth. Well, because I got the ebook version, and so like you don't see the size of the book. You just buy it, and I was like, this will be plenty of time. We're uh-huh. not recording till Sunday morning. No, I had to shotgun it. <laughs> I got the audience it's yesterday. A nice day for a white wedding. It was wow. very good. That's so. why you were so mad. I was making your dog bark. You're trying to read your book. I'm focusing. <laughs> Damn it. So this book is concerned with the end of the world, and it starts out with an angel and a demon, and the demon is Crowley, 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 whatever, and the angel is Aziraphale. And so they have both been on Earth for a very, very long time. A couple hundred thousand-ish years each. And they kind of have come to love humans. Um, Crowley, as an agent of hell, enjoys creating things like bad traffic. And he invented the game show. (laughs) (laughs) And Aziraphale has dedicated his life to an old bookstore where he has amassed all of these old first editions and all of the, uh, the quote unquote, they're called the wicked Bibles. And so they're the ones with misprints in the, mostly in the 10 commandments. So one is, it's really famous for saying thou shalt commit adultery because they left out the knot. I'll take that one. They're really famous. Like, they're they're real. And so oh. they, they've dedicated themselves to two very different things. Uh, but so the portents have come about that um, the Antichrist has been born and that the end of the world is coming. And they have decided they kind of like the world. And they don't want it to end. But they have to sneakily kind of go against heaven and hell because strictly speaking um it's their job to bring about the end for their different sides so they have to get a little sneaky about it and a little passive about it and so we have their storyline then there's another storyline of the them which sounds really creepy the them but it's not it's just some children (laughs) (laughs) One of them being the Antichrist. His name is Adam Young, and he is an 11-year-old boy. Um, And so the idea is that the Antichrist will be influenced by good and evil forces in his life, and that's the way that he's going to lean, and that's the side that's going to win. Well, the problem is, is everyone rallied around the the wrong kid throughout his life, and so Adam Young hasn't been influenced by forces of good or evil. At all. He's just... Neutral. Neutral. He's just an 11-year-old kid. And um, he's got this group of friends. um, And, you know, they're children, so they get into kind of 
child kind of problems. I thought this part was going to be really boring, but it was really well written. And so they were charming and fun. They're like little scamps. Scamps. And so (laughs) the other two facets of the story, one is um, the four horsemen of the apocalypse are also causing problems and coming together because they're very excited for the apocalypse because this is their purpose. And they love Mm -hmm. causing problems. Their mere presence causes problems. War, she goes to a country that hasn't had any problems or even any murders in hundreds and hundreds of years. And she goes, and within two days, the entire country is engulfed in war and has been completely destroyed just because she has arrived in this country. Mm. And then the other section is dedicated to Anathema Device, who is a witch, and a witch finder named Newt. And they are, for a while, unsuccessfully (laughs) trying to find (laughs) where Armageddon is going to take place because Anathema's relative, Agnes Nutter, has predicted the end of the world in her book. She's made all of these prophecies. She made them... 300 years ago, and every single one of them has been completely accurate, provided they were interpreted correctly. Because when she was predicting the end of the world, she did not know about things like electricity and cars. (laughs) (laughs) And so everyone, slowly but surely, everyone is kind of coming together and merging upon this small town in England that's really unassuming that as it ends up is going to be the kind of Genesis site for Armageddon. But the whole story is really, really fun. Um, It's hysterical to read. Crowley has a car. It's a Bentley. And if any music that stays in there for any amount of time, it eventually just turns into a Queen CD. (laughs) Which is great. I was like, Um, I'd be okay with that. Yeah, no, it's fine. I love Queen (laughs) Um, The whole thing is really funny and really interesting. Um, It's got all of these hysterical footnotes, um, I guess. I've never read Terry Pratchett, but apparently Terry Pratchett is fucking awesome! (laughs) But so apparently he likes to write in footnotes in a lot of his stories. And so um, some of them are kind of just funny asides to the book. So another one that I read had to do with stamps. And so that took me, I pulled a Vani and took a Wikipedia trip about stamps. (laughs) I learned about the rarest stamp in the world for stamp collectors. Philatelist. Philatelists, yep. And the Mara... Oh, I can't pronounce it, but it's like the Mauritius blue and it's a stamp from this country and there are very few and people have paid over a million dollars for these stamps. Hmm. It's very interesting. But so that was Good Omens by Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett. Uh, read it if you kind of just want to have a lot of fun. It was a really fun read. Like it. And on That's a related it. note, yeah. Gaiman, Gaiman, Gaiman. Oh, sorry. Gaiman. Neil Gaiman. <laughs> and on a related note, <laughs> if you really liked that, perhaps mm-hmm. you should try Going Postal by Terry Pratchett, which is about stamps as well. Is it really? Yes. Oh. There's also it's about the post office, and it is just a fucking hilarious. I loved it. So if you're feeling like you need something fun and funny, try that one. 
Yeah. There's another Amazon series called American Gods based off of a Neil yep. Gaiman yeah. book. And I that just bought good. that one too mm-hmm. so, to read. I haven't seen very, the Very, very, very bloody. Holy <laughs> shit. Also, if you haven't watched the movie Stardust or read the book Stardust, also by Neil Gaiman, it is also great. <laughs> Nicole, what did you read this week? <laughs> okay, so I went on my Hemingway rabbit hole, I guess. I was, gonna, I was just yeah, going to say she's hole. down the rabbit hole again <laughs> with a Hemingway. Where's, where's that Hemingway candle? I don't even really like Hemingway. I just It's interesting to kind of read about it. But anyways, this one's called The Paris Wife, and it's by Paula McLean, and it actually is more about his first wife, um, which is one of his probably least talked about wives. But Wait, uh, how many did he have? Four. Oh, okay. Martha Hagett Gellhorn, I loved her before I knew she was one of his wives. wives. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to say concubines for a second. I don't know why. No. Um, but anyways, so the story is... It's historical fiction, so she adds a lot of her own creativity to this, but there are some facts um, that back the story up. But she follows Hemingway and Hadley, that's her name, Hadley, uh, when they first met, and it was, I don't know how true this part is, but apparently they met once, hung out for a week, and then started writing to each other and he like proposed to her in a letter after they had known each other for a week and by the way he was 21 and she was 29 and then they you know got married and yeah but anyways uh, they call her the Paris wife because most of their relationship ended up when they lived in Paris and it's very interesting because everybody always thinks about Hemingway and how famous of an author he is and he liked to spend a lot of money and drink a lot of booze and be as manly as man can be. And, you know, so... thought this was going to turn into an Old Spice commercial for <laughs> Pretty close. I mean, it, you could probably throw Hemingway into an Old Spice commercial. It'd be just fine. Be like the guy riding the horse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what was in my head just now. <laughs> Google Google Old Spice commercials and you'll see the dude on the back of the. Isn't it a unicorn? What, he's on it. Some he's or on a, a unicorn. Some he's on a yeah. horse. I'm thinking about the one where he's on the horse on, in, on like on the beach. They're kind of older commercials. Anyways, so uh, they end up moving to Paris because Hemingway is convinced that by living there, he's going to meet all these great authors and uh, female authors. And <laughs> authors. <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to say over here. But anyways, so they do end up meeting a lot of people, uh, including Gertrude Stein, Ezra Pound, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and his wife, Zelda. And they also end up, a good Amazon series. <laughs> and they end up um, forming very tight knit circles with these people. But Hemingway has still, at this point, he's not published. Um, he's still hasn't written a full book. He's trying really hard. Um, he's like he doesn't quite know where his groove in writing is. Um, and so he, they're really poor at this point. But uh, Hadley had a two thousand pound or dollar a year like trust fund and that's kind of what they lived off of unless Hemingway happened to like write an article for a newspaper that week or so you know they which is living in this awful apartment so it's always I think it's interesting to read about that point in his life 
before he really made it and before anybody knew who the hell he was. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's also at the same point in time because Hemingway is very famous for his trips to Spain to see the bullfighting. Well, he spent a, like Hadley would go with him all, all of the time. And so um, the book goes into that and it even talks about a movable feast, um, which is one of his most popular works and one of his earlier works. But he actually wrote Hadley out of it. And of all the people that were with the him on that trip, he was the only she was the only one he wrote out of it. And it, it's very interesting because they had a very close relationship, but at the same time, very weird. So when she asked him why she was written out, his response was pretty much that you're too real for me to write about. Hmm. And oh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So the entire story follows along and obviously they end up getting divorced. So it, it's not really ruining anything if he had four wives and she was yeah. the, the first. But it uh, the progression of their relationship um, and their relationship with the other people that they're around and Hemingway, how he progressed from being 21 to coming into the person where everybody thought he was almost brutish. And I mean, everybody thought he was intelligent, but he'd like to go, you know, pick bar fights all the time or just sock somebody in the face. And he thought he was defending women sometimes, but really he was just trying to impress them. So I I just thought it was very interesting and it kind of endears Hadley to you. So I would recommend it. I also like reading about Paris at that time and all their crazy parties and how they just drink all the time. And that was kind of normal for that time. (laughs) Why is everybody else so quiet? All of a sudden I'm quiet and everybody else is quiet. I'm just listening. I really hate Ernest Hemingway. And so I have nothing productive to add to this conversation. (laughs) That's fine. I don't particularly like Hemingway, but Martha Gellhorn is literally my woman crush. If I could, you know, like when they, Emma, if you have, if you could have dinner with one famous person all throughout history, that's who it would be. Martha Gellhorn. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, Emma, uh, why can I not think of her name? I can't either. Harry Potter. Emma Emma Watson is my girl crush that's still alive. And one day she's going to be my best friend. (laughs) You have big dreams. I like that. Nicole's going to get arrested sitting in her apartment having a drink and waiting for her to come home from work one day. (laughs) I'm going to be that creepy. (laughs) Read you. You might get some tips (laughs) on how to find people. (laughs) But anyways, that was The Paris Wife by Paula McLean. And if you ever have been interesting and interested in one of Hemingway's wives, go read this one. She does a really good job at building her characters and making you see her Hemingway. Who's a very awesome. lonely man, just so you guys know. Yeah, well, well he engineered yeah. it that way. So fuck him. <laughs> so fuck him. I hate him so much. Tell us tell us how you really feel, Alyssa. It's just not good to keep that shit bottled up. I just hate him. I hate his writing. I hate him as a person. That's, tell it. You That's something. the end. I hate his writing and him as a person. The end. Would you read this week, Martha? Did you read anything in between your... Well, actually, your all week, cops? I did nothing but read comfort reads. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. Because when I feel like shit, I just want Terry Pratchett. I want my blankie, I want my soup, and I want my Terry Pratchett. 
So yes, I was in Discworld all week. Telling, uh, telling so the world to fuck off. So we actually are reviewing something from the same No, author. I'm not going to review Terry Damn it, Martha. Pratchett. Sorry. <laughs> I... I have she got all excited of, for a second. Sorry. Well, we read the same author this week, which may never happen again. That's true. It's I not very often. Ever. It's not very often you two come together. <laughs> I don't have any idea how many times I have it read Discworld, but night. it's been a bunch. <laughs> a bunch of times I've read Discworld. But I'm actually going to review something that I previously read since, you know, I have lots of back reads that I have not reviewed yet. So... I'm going to tell you about a book called Scrublands by Chris Hammer. And this is a book that takes place in Australia. And it's a debut thriller. This dude is um, a decorated journalist. He writes and he writes like one. I mean, this is this is really super well written and plotted. Um, I thought it was a a very different kind of beginning for a book where it talks about this priest who walks outside of his church and guns down several people and then nobody really knows why. Nobody knows what happened because everybody loves this guy. Wow. Yeah. That's a hell of an opener. I I know. So, So really the... The mystery surrounding what happened with this and why. And it, 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 it's not even a new thing. It was this guy, this journalist comes back to do an anniversary story about it. And it's basically just supposed to be a, oh, it's been this long since the terrible event, you know. But he was there a week in advance. So he's like, I think I'm going to dig into this a little bit and find out what's up. So he really gets to digging and digs up some really interesting shit Hmm. and it's just really um it's almost like you're watching somebody pick apart the threads of a blanket because everything's so tightly woven together and the more he picks at the threads the more you find out it's just so cool plus it's sort of against the backdrop of australia during a drought Mm -hmm. and it did remind me a little bit of the dry which everybody's talking about jane jane harper's the dry and it it did remind me of that a little bit but mostly just because of the surroundings i really enjoy as you guys know reading stories that take place elsewhere because it makes me feel like I'm traveling. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's especially true when I'm listening to audiobooks because right. I get the accent. So I was in Australia listening to, to this book. It was excellent. So he figures, he's able to figure out what actually happened and what made this priest snap. Mm-hmm. But it's nothing like you would think. So it's not very predictable. No, 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 no. I've never read a book like it before, which is one of the things that I liked about it, is that there's no way you can predict. Hmm. That's awesome. You think you've got it figured out, and every time you think you've got it figured out, he pulls another thread. Hmm. You're like, whoa, damn, I didn't see that coming. And I love books like that. So I highly recommend this one. It's called Scrublands by Chris Hammer. 
Awesome. It was great. Good. It was. It was very good. And I would be a little more enthusiastic about it, but I feel like shit today, as if you didn't know that already. (laughs) You are very glassy eyed over there. Yeah, I know. So I'm really hoping that we get some book girls to sign up to be on the show because I really want to meet some people from other states or other countries to tell us about what they're reading. Mm-hmm. And yeah. as long as you're not going to review Fifty Shades of Grey, I think you'll be good. I mean, if you decide to read Fifty Shades of Grey, I will also um, haze you. So that would be at least two Depending people. on the stri- your strength of character, you might be, you'll be fine. <laughs> Depending on how con- what you how deep your conviction is to that book, we're, we'll be very interested to hear your point of view and th- about the books you like. I could start sh- singing Baby Shark for you. Oh, please, please don't! <laughs> oh my gosh, they've been singing that at work like every day this oh my weekend. God. Why? I do not been... need to have that stuck in my head. Just please so you know, don't do it, it is actually on the Billboard Top like hundred. I know. Of songs. Really? Yes, yes, it is on the top. I. What the fuck is wrong with people? Anyway, it is so addicting, and every child in the world wants to hear it. Right two now. weeks ago, we introduced my boss to it. We were like, "What do you mean you've never heard this?" She was like, "Well, we were like, number one, you have a child. Number two, you're on the internet. How has this passed you by?" <laughs> I don't have children, and most of my friends don't have children. So if I heard it, you should have heard it. She was like, "What the fuck is this?" We're like, "Yeah, yeah." We've all been living here for the past two months. Oh my, God. baby shark land. This is America, people. I like to annoy Travis in Insanity. The America Google Home. Hey Google, play Baby Shark. And then I'll just just leave. You realize that that anybody had that on in their house now has just switched over to that song. (laughs) Good. Hey Alexa. Play Baby Shark. <laughs> Our my boss has has one in his office. <laughs> He'll be talking, and all of a sudden she'll go, "I'm sorry, I don't know what you mean." <laughs> yeah, like, uh, shoot, my Apple my Apple Watch does that sometimes when I'm just you know doing random things, and it's like it's like one day Travis was off. Siri starts talking to me. Oh yeah, Travis was off work, and we almost never use our Google. Thing. We only if I'm listening to music, but he was by himself at home and he said all of a sudden Google came on to let him know what the weather was in Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> he hadn't, <laughs> which is where his brother lives, and he hadn't asked it what the weather was like in Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> so he was like, God, I got to stop talking to myself when I'm walking around the house. <laughs> hey, wiretap. What's the weather like in Atlanta, Georgia? <laughs> yeah, that'd be a little that'd be a little freaky. If you haven't seen Black Mirror yet, my friends, you need to check that out. Oh, Black Mirror was crazy. <laughs> That's where we're headed. Yeah. Someday. Okay, Dad. <laughs> Should we start stockpiling our back room with some canned food too while we're at it? Hey, the zombie apocalypse is coming! <laughs> And on that note, that's going to do it for Three Book Girls. Get enough of Three Book Girls? Join the conversation on Facebook and follow them on Twitter and Instagram. If you really love them, share the podcast with a friend. Three Book Girls, a Steel Trap production.